to Launch Left Podcast. I'm Rain Phoenix. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials at Launch Left. Today's very special guest is War Paint. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to start with how great your new record is. I was telling T, I think it's my favorite. Ooh. Ooh. That's good It's news. like a gel that's beyond mm. previous gels, which you guys, I always think of as like the band that gels. So that's, mm. a, that's, oh, that's a compliment. Cool. That's yeah. Awesome. So gelling. We be gelling. You be gelling. <laughs> but just, the, you know, the rhythm mixed with the melodies. And then the lyrics on this one is like what struck me. Whereas, you know, I didn't like that's what was like extra for this one was it seemed like yeah. you're really writing from a place of deep knowing, <laughs> even if yeah. even if it's an unknowing, it's a knowing, you know, <laughs> we be <Yeah>. 40, <laughs> we be 40. <laughs> that was almost the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about that this morning. It was like a couple it was Photoshop like a challenges. Of thinking about it. Photoshop challenge. Yeah. Gonna do the Weeby 40. Like in the UB 40. You know, UB like 40, right? On. Yeah. And then there's also the different strokes. Oh. Where we were different yeah, members of the strokes on, on like ah. on the strokes, but one of them would have to remain. So that they're. Right. Right. Anyways. Also, Golden Girls. Hopefully, Albert. Yeah, and then I feel like you girls. should leave Albert. Yeah. yeah. Right? Except Albert would be great because the hair. Be? I don't know. It's nice because you just replace the face. We just right. Replace the face. I found yeah. a photo of them. They're all on the couch. They're like this. And it was like. That's what I just did basically swap out the faces. I've got it all. Yeah. Here. Dunzo Bunzo. You better do it Yeah. Quick. I need to do it now. So yeah. Actually exactly. Away. I do walk, it while we're talking. Down. I know. Because we want it on camera. <laughs> do it while we're talking. Right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, no, but how long world. has it been since uh, the last time we've heard from Warpaint? Well, the public. You know, we put our album out, 2016 was our last album, so now that's almost six years, which seems crazy, so it's wow. been like, in yes. every press interview, Insane. they're like, so why haven't you played music in six years? And it's like, it's that's like, not uh... a story. <laughs> but, yeah, we, you know, we put that out, and then we toured forever, and then we started making our album, and then the pandemic happened, which... Pushed. For better or for worse, kind of made what you're talking about happen, though, too, because Teresa and I were left with our, like, singing and all these parts left to finish and we just ended up finishing them remotely we didn't have to rush through them as yeah as much as we usually have to yeah the vocals are usually like okay deadlines passed money's gone yeah one take sally's like i've done so many one take or <laughs> one take sally like, that's really funny <laughs> just like so this one was more carry. like 48 take sally <laughs> record yeah so yeah, a lot I'm of. I'm glad you things. got 48 takes because I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Also, the harmonies yeah. got got to be like really milked. Yeah. I think and like. Yeah. You know, Song- and gelled. Yeah. For sure. Also, we had the sessions, and we, you know, she's she works in Logic, and I work in Ableton, and over those like two years, really, almost two years of sitting with the record, we had, you know, we're able to like put it in the box and shape it, which we've never really done. You know, we've done, we've started demos that way and then bring it into the studio and work with somebody. But this was like, we got to kind of craft it at the end too after Stella and Jen recorded basic basic tracks or we did yeah. know, some stuff in the studio. Then we got to like put it into our own programs and cut it up, mm-hmm. chop and screw it. So. so you were part of the production arm, I would say. Yeah. yeah. If you were, yeah. Yeah, I and we usually are on the front end, like more and more every record. 
and we will we'll demo things and then we'll build off of demos and we don't just do that process we did originally which is like just jamming in a room and then recording so we've been we usually like have production on personal production on the front end but then we go to the studio and then it gets finished that way so this time we got to like return to our home studios and really get get in there and get into the nitty gritty details yeah <laughs> my favorite place and it's it's great and then but then also you know like now that we're playing them live too it's there's it's they come to life in this other way mm-hmm. as well like the ideal process is to keep like vacillating between the personal and then the band and the personal and the band yeah. and like during the pandemic and working alone i think we got a little too isolated sometimes cuz that was kind of maddening in certain moments just to be like going down a certain road and then being there solo and then showing it to the group and the group is like, whoa, where'd you go? (laughs) I do not get it. And you're like, what? It's great. Yeah, we were really, (laughs) T and I were really like each other's support system through it because we were going through the same thing Mm -hmm. separately. So that was, that was nice that we had each other. And actually, I think our friendship like got closer from the process too because we just Mm -hmm. like supported each other through the isolation and helped kind of like champion like yeah. Keeping going when you're like, am I? What, yeah. What is even happening? Like, are there even going to be like a place to put this out? What's happening in the world? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm like, should I keep doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. What is next? Are you touring? Do you have plans to tour with it? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we go. So basically, all of May, we have a five-week tour in Europe. So that'll be. It's been so nice to get back. Like. I think I might maybe told you this, but um, until like a few days ago, I hadn't seen Stella since I was seven months pregnant and my kids too. So that gives you, so we finished that album all without even seeing her, you know, seeing each other. So only until a couple days ago had we all been in the same room together. Wow. Yeah. And and the songs are kind of this like, it's almost like we're covering ourselves because we didn't write them like in the same way. So like T's saying, it's like we've been... It's so nice to just, like, get in the same space. Like, yeah. being in a band and having everything live through, like, texting and emails, it's, like, so mind, you know? And we're so mm-hmm. used to... Just feeling it out with Our each thing other. is, like, a connection and mm-hmm. talking's never been where we get most things done. You know, right. it's just, like, play, 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 yeah. and that's where it comes together. So that's been, like, a real relief and release to just get back together and, and play and remember that that's, like... Where we, we don't thrive. E- yeah, we don't even have to worry. It makes me even stop worrying about like if the record's well received or how the business of it all does. It's just like reminds me that this is the point, the process, the joy of it, and like the journey of it, mm-hmm. and then kind of like realigns the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys are actually going to be hitting the road again, which is definitely where you're going to experience exactly that which yeah. just you guys and the music yeah you know what and a cool the people thing. too like of that of course yeah i think that's probably what a lot of people are gonna be needing that mm-hmm. communal mm-hmm. space of give and take after so much like isolations. yeah yeah do you feel like a lot has changed since um just in your own lives whether it's an art or just day to day since the pandemic like have, does it feel like everything's different or some things are different 
Or do you care? You don't even have to answer that, but I'm just going <laughs> to ask you anyway. Next question. That things have changed, like just in what are like our prior, personal priorities or goals or and just, however, I guess, any, yeah, yeah, in any way, um, things different for you in life in the last three yeah. years. I mean, she has a kid. I have a teenager. That's weird. Like, <laughs> uh, a child becoming an adult and trying to do adult things sometimes, and like just letting go of their childhood and their youth. It's it's like also realizing so many things that I want for him. I'm still working on for myself mm. things that I try to guide him with. It's like an exact reflection of things that I actually need as well, mm. which is so great about parenthood in general. Mm. I think that's like the case the whole way through, actually. It's funny how you can forget that. You'd be like, you need to remember not, you know, like, you're procrastinating right now. Like, you just do your work before you do the thing that's fun. And I'm like, wait, did I, am I doing that though? I don't know. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, it's like what we were talking about earlier. You, there's things in life that you kind of set up for yourself in a way to, to force you to walk the walk. Right. You know, and to like evolve, which is great. Yeah. And I think after not playing for, we were playing for just 10 years straight. We were kind of like on this grind tour, album tour, album, and just never stopping to think. And now after not having it and actually liking not having it and wondering like, what else would I do with my life? There's all kinds of things. Uh Um, It's probably been true for so many people. Just like this actual like pause where you could. Actually, yeah. Actually stop and think. Like, am, you... I do- am I enjoying where I am right yeah. now? Yeah. It's a little moment. And then going back into it, obviously we're still in this profession and we're still doing this. We've made another album. And so then just really thinking like, okay, so now we've had this like kind of a restart, a clean slate. It's like, what, what can we do differently? You get the time. We've gotten the time to think about that, mm. which is really great. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's really enriching the process. I still like, you know, I still, um, I think with our band, one thing that we, procrastination is actually kind of a thing that's been coming up a lot lately, not being prepared or not not setting yourself up to win in a way, to be like, to go through your glass ceiling. And I feel like I'm focusing, we're focusing on like a lot, on those patterns that we've had in the past so that we can maybe, like, this time just really take it to the next level. And just, like, internally, I don't mean... You can't control, like, how people respond to your album or to, you know, but, like, if internally you're, like, showing up and you're, you're like, all right, well, what can we do we've never done in our live show or something that would just... Or what can we do that we've never done, like, you know... Let's all be on time. Engaging ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all actually show okay, up yeah, at yeah. rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just things, you know, that, like, let's show that we've, we're we evolving. <laughs> you know? It's an exciting time in that way, I think. Yeah. That clean slate thing. That's why, like, New Year, New Year's is so great. Or, mm-hmm. you know, birthdays. You're like, oh, reflect on what you've done. And you're like, oh, okay, now I can, ch- I can change. There's a window of opportunity yeah I think that probably is hard when you're like when you're you know you're an entity that includes four people and you're known as one thing or like people start to because people just our humanity we can't help but want to 
lock something down so we understand it and can move on to other things. It's like, what pain is this? And then have the audience that perceives you grow along with that like be open uh, enough to not yeah. just be like war paints this but yeah. go oh this is war paint 2022 i think it's easier and for- it's different and that's okay like we don't yeah. have to lock it down yeah you know i'm different they're different oh, yeah okay. yeah connection yeah. there too yeah exactly i feel like that's like easier now nowadays more that people are less like genre specific with mm-hmm. the music that they listen to yeah like everyone's listening to everything like, yeah you know and so they people understand that the bands they love are going to like morph and try things and be different than they were when they started 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. Also, just I think peop, whatever people make during the pandemic is going to be really, or just the fact that we made a lot of this during this pandemic, or it's actually like half the albums made in this like old world, and then the other half is made in the beginning of this new world that everybody was going through at the exact same time. So I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting that like that experience is baked, our personal experiences is like baked into the music uh, of a time where other people were going through whatever they were going through, affected by the same thing happening at the same time everywhere. Yes. It's like, that is... It's a connection. That's, that's something it's a, different than ever. Yeah. yeah. That's like, it's, it's like, I didn't feel I was thinking like that didn't feel I don't know personal for some reason just because everyone's experienced but experience that same like kind of stalling of how they normally do things or something but really it is great that we're all sharing these snapshots of this moment mm-hmm. and like reflecting them each other you then know? and now yeah yeah and combining it we're supposed to tour in September and she was born I was telling you like the day LA shut down she was born and so everything shifted and it gave me like basically these last two years of like maternity leave yes <laughs> so like everything changed for everyone but for me like it's it's so hard for me to say what is like pandemic and what's just like having a kid like that right so <laughs> major yeah it's such a huge shift so everything just my entire life is so different which I think I'm kind of it's so exciting because I feel like even in the 10 years of touring and our like kind of schedule we were in, there's parts of it that started to feel like my life was just kind of a groundhog day. Yeah. Like just like a predictable system. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so with all this shifting and changing, I just like, oh wow, life is, it just goes in totally different places you wouldn't expect. And there's all these, there's just, it's, it's not predictable. And mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like I've lived, I don't even know where I live right now. <laughs> right. And like that's kind of exciting. What amazing timing for you actually to have had a baby right when everything yeah. shut down. Yeah. I mean, it really couldn't be more perfect. Be more perfect. Yeah. It's like everyone went inside to incubate, you know, yeah. You, yeah. you got to just like work out what it was like to be a mom for the first time and yeah. be with your partner and not have any obligations or make big decisions about tour or this yeah. or that. I mean, it's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely I mean, the, the thing, yeah. like, I was making the record during that time, which felt like a lot of pressure, but it's in retrospect. I felt the stress of it at the time, but in retrospect, still, I still was home. Right. You know? Yeah. So that is... 
I know. I think it's so interesting when I talk to different artists. Most artists I talk to had a, a like a mm-hmm. best case scenario experience right. of a very terrible thing that happened. That's right. Amazing. Because they got some insular time. They got to like yeah. make a record they'd want to make, or yeah. you know, there was. I haven't heard a That's lot a of stories. You know, I guess. That's not true for those that were like, I'm touring tomorrow, which oh, yeah. included like I'd put out a record and was like, going to go to Europe and that just all. But yeah. I still felt so nourished by the shutdown. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was OK with it. Like yeah. even yeah. with that, I was just like, well, that's what happened. And now I like there's a reason I'm inside and it's to explore what that's like for the creative and to talk to people who are, you know what I mean? I just pivoted. I was like, well, yeah. what else were we going to do? Like we were about to do this show at, at a venue and have live performances, all of that. Yeah. We were doing that right up until yeah. the day they were like, you can't anymore. So, but we just quickly were like, no, now we're doing this and this yeah. is really important and meaningful. And yeah. we got to talk to a lot of people that probably wouldn't have talked to us because they were at home. Yeah. yeah you totally. know, because they were like, would have been on tour or doing something. And they're like, well, I'd love to just tell you what's going on for I'm me. Yeah. And so that was really interesting because we got to have like really kind of interesting conversations during a very bizarre time for all of us mm-hmm. with the people that's that so I cool. always want to talk yeah, to. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like, I always want to know what artists are thinking and feeling because that's. To me, the pulse of culture change is is in the arts. So, mm-hmm. what's you know, I wanted to know what artists were feeling and thinking during that time, and I got to do that for like two years. That's all we did. We went on Zoom and just talked to people about it. And it was so like cool because it gave me a sense of uh, connectivity mm-hmm. when I literally was alone in my little cottage in the woods. Yeah, didn't even have a pet, and I was like okay, I think because. <laughs> I had this, like, yeah, to talk to other people. Definitely. So I totally think there is something really important in the creative space for... It mm-hmm. certainly was for me. And talking to other people, it seemed like it was a meaningful time. Yeah. If you if you just, like, look over the fact that, like, a lot of tours were canceled and yeah. all the people in touring music were the screwed. stress about and money all, and yeah. all these things. I mean, there's a lot that was a bummer, but... But I'm yeah, I, bright side rain it. Well, as an <laughs> artist, it's like create or even government, like even yeah. help for people. Right. Like helped people stop, slow down, yeah. go in yeah. or connect. Be like, do I want to live in LA and be a bartender while I try to do this job? Or like, oh, this is really nice. I want to, I like gardening or and like everyone's right. like baking bread or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like finding your, like what, what brings you joy. And that is that fortunate small percentage of people who got that opportunity Mm -hmm. yeah being able to separate the art from commerce right which is like what we get stuck in we get stuck in the like business end of this thing that actually it's like you wish you were just like a teenager again exploring whatever because your parents take care of all the other like day-to-day shit and you just get to be like nebulous and explore Mm -hmm. that when does that ever get to happen Right. That's a really good point. I love how you just articulated that because I think in a way it did afford, certainly for artists who are always in the sort of creative sphere that's a little left of center from the rest of the world's like mm-hmm. commerce piece, but they still mm-hmm. are, perf- you know, have to do things for commerce. But in this case, we got to be teenagers again where we were exploring. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't based on like, what do you show for your exploration? Yeah. Like, are you going to survive? And yeah, exactly. Are you, you know, how is it going to resonate streams with how many people? people? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and that, like a nervous system reset. Yeah. Because that is such an, that can be so anxiety inducing when you're trying to be creative you know to have to be thinking about all of that because it's your profession 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Shake it off. We'll move. We'll just shake off art and commerce right here. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like we're feeling the real because we haven't toured this whole time. So right now is the tightest we've been in terms of like, I mean, our pocket books or whatever. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, time. yeah, it's time. Time to suit up again. Mm-hmm. Teresa's little <laughs> shop side hustle. Right. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> at yes. TeresaWayman.com. TeresaWayman.com. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> Slash Photoshop hashtag Rick James. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's all white and curly. Yeah, five week bus tour. Wow. It's gonna be fun. I'm so excited for Francis. I'm is excited coming. because Angie and her are like this. So it actually She's feels like we're gonna get like more help going on the road. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 She loves being around everyone too. Yeah. Like we had, we did one show a couple of weeks ago um, in the desert, just impromptu thing. And without Stella. Just, yeah, without Stella. We just played a bunch of old songs and it was so amazing to just play again. Felt so good. And she was, she was around and she was like, what's going on? She was like, what? In the do? green room with everyone. Yeah. But then she was like, I want to go. I want to go. It was, she was like, you got, you guys came back because she, like, she back to, to the green room. Yeah. Where we all were. Yeah. She had been like a little bit shy for a while, but she had was kept telling him she wanted to go back there. So she find brought, you guys. Yeah, to find us all. And so Aww. she came into the I room. I think it's and she like, like she met Jen and T, and she hadn't met Stella, you know, but she had met them a few times, and like we're get it has been getting close to them, and then all of a sudden we're on stage playing music, and she's like, Mom, <laughs> T, Jenny, like, what are you guys doing? But. She's yeah. also like fully aware of it all. She, for sure. I mean, she's if you go there. there, it's like she, I wrote the songs when I was pregnant, hmm. recorded the songs pregnant, then finished them when I had her. So when we were like mastering and listening to like running order and stuff, she like can sing some of every song. So will she like potentially be throwing like fairy dust glitter on stage in Europe for you guys? Oh, like, that's a great out? idea. Yeah, I feel like she might get brave enough to just be part of this show. Yeah, I know. She does keep. I've been saying, super into glitter lately, so like, yeah, know, right. <laughs> that Photoshop, Photoshop glitter. Let's do it. She did say the other day. I was saying we went to all the Chili Peppers, so we're gonna go see the drums, and somehow she got. It in her head that she was going to drum, <laughs> and so she was like, she called herself Nana. She's like Nana drum, Nana drum, and I was like, oh well, Chad drums, but you'll see the drums. And she's like Nana drum, and then she like, as we were getting closer, she was just like, she could tell that wasn't probably gonna happen. She was like having a fit, kind of. <laughs> not this is not what yeah. I expected. And then I'll be like, Stella's the drummer, and she's like Nana drums. <laughs> so I think that she'll probably get into like playing on the drums at sound checks and like getting to play on the microphone or something she's like already kind of <laughs> curious yeah do you all find that your like european audience is more more listener than mm. usa audience or is it pretty equal it's like state country okay. specific i would say more than the general like you know when we first were touring the place that blew my mind the most was texas I did not expect yeah, it's true. or something. It's wow. just like Houston, the Im- immediate connection. In fact, mm-hmm. even playing South by Southwest really like got our career going because the it was like such an insanely 
like palpable response of energy and then like enemy magazine was covering it and then enemy magazine picked us up and then brought us to the uk and then rough trade so they we had this like convergence of like rough trade england like you know legendary label mixed with this magazine it kind of all started with this like little fire from just like south by southwest audiences Mm. us being just a brand new band we played like 11 shows in three days oh wow oh god that was insane (laughs) wow that's that's amazing though that we got offered 11 shows like yeah we've always been so lucky and just like really blessed i remember one of the first times i heard about you guys uh i think it was flea who was like you should come check out this band war paint they got a new drummer that i helped pick out or something yeah, yeah. no he yeah, she to, had played and i him. just moved to la it was 2010 i think and you yeah, guys were playing yeah. echoplex in a way and i was like okay I'll check it out. And and it was when Stella was like the first show, I think. That was, so. yeah, because wow. it was opening. And I went with Flit. Like, that's I'm, right. Oh, oh yeah, oh. and I knew Vic really well, so maybe that's also part of why it was yeah. like. That was that was our our second show that may Stella. Have been why the first I was one was also. in San Francisco, like with them the night before. Whoa. We jammed for 15 minutes, no joke or something. <laughs> no, was it that? No, it was like the same venue that we played with Vic. Maybe it was just our headlining show, though, later. I think you guys have but a we, Vic connection. Yeah. He's like. One of my faves. He sang a duet with me on one of my records, and like we've always been. Yeah, that was that was devastating when he had to leave this place. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I don't remember that part, which is crazy because I'm sure that I that had that something to do with it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do remember Flea being like, "You gotta come check out this band. Yeah, yeah. drummer, you know, like a few <laughs> words like really that were key." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'm coming," <laughs> and that was really early days for me in LA, and part of actually what synthesized coming and because I was from New York at the time and staying Mm. here was seeing like how cool the music scene was and that there were like women and they were collaborating Mm. and there was this sense of caring about each other and not just like cutthroat New York cab get out of my way step on each other thing and I was like kind of West Hollywood LA vibe like there's like yeah exactly it was so different it was like east side and I think man manimal signed the record I was oh, doing, yeah. which you all had done your first EP with Manable, so it was like maybe that Some was also part of what I was like, oh, okay, this is the same world-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but awesome. I really just now remembered that. That was a long time ago. We're already 12 years out from that moment. Yeah. Already 12 years out from them. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I know we still think of Stella as like just joining the band, because we've been <laughs> a band for 18 years. Yeah. Wow. But she's been in the band 12 years. Yeah, that's when I, that's how, that was the beginning of the band for me. I guess your Exquisite Corpse was like hearing that. Wasn't that the EP? That's yeah. A, yeah. yeah. That's just that. a great EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what turned me on to y'all. And then that show at the Echoplex was how I digested it live. And crazy time. Mm. So already so long ago. Mm. Yeah. Well, is there anything you want to share more about the new record, or uh, I'm certainly going to ask you how how we can find you places like uh, mm. you know your digital footprint. I don't want to share your yeah. how we can find you on on all the socials and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if there's anything else that we have we'll interest, be playing U.S. shows in hasn't been announced yet but we'll be doing u.s shows in july and august mm. i think east coast is like second half of july west coast is second half of august 
Yeah, actually, I think some of that has been announced because that Ford Theater thing. Johnny Anson through. Ford, we're playing. Yeah. Johnny Anson Ford. Ooh, That's uh, so I can tell you. I what, love that August, venue. Amazing. Uh, August nineteenth. Oh, so cool. Yeah, that's I gonna be so cool. I love that venue. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are headlining that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is our first like in person anything since back back on the scene either. Right. It's nice to do with you. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. What a treat. <laughs> I'm so glad it was it was us just hanging out in the gazebo in 100 degree weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just trying to pretend like I'm not sweating and don't smell really bad. It looks all beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For this, it's been so nice just to have a conversation and not feel like I'm asking all the like, even though I love asking the same questions. <laughs> Usually, my my same questions are, "How did music find you?" Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. an that's a question I always ask. Um, you don't have question. to answer it, but it's fun. it's a question that's fun to think about, right? Like yeah. when grandma's did you? Grandma's piano. That's my answer. What's that? My grandma's piano. Your grandma's piano. That's yeah. a great answer. Which is in our downtown is... rehearsal space. Ah, uh, that's yeah. even cooler. Boredom and grandma's piano. <laughs> <laughs> like grandma's house Those were the every, day. Yeah, just every, every summer, summer, grandma's house, like going swimming, which was awesome. But <laughs> being like at that time and only child so just like banging on this piano until I started being able to just like make little things up and she just being really patient <laughs> with that what about you T? Um, I think it's, it was just my parents would my dad, they both played guitar and they would sing like folk songs to us when we were younger and and like at night time going to bed and things like that and then but then just, like, that they had a record collection and listened to music just made that really natural for me mm. as well. And then and then also through piano being, like, my first instrument. As my mom taught me how to read music, so I would just, like, wow. learn how to play certain songs that I liked. I never really stuck with lessons or anything. I would, I would learn for a little while, and then I would just, like, kind of fall off it, and then I'd get back on. But I, I love that I can still read music, even if it's somewhat slow I can still do that like I can learn something look I like knowing that language mm-hmm. do you know that Teresa and I met in sixth grade choir class no I didn't know that in Eugene yeah. so that's another thing oh, is wow. like music kind of our band kind of starts when we're 11 right in a way because we learned guitar parts together like we learned um I'm looking through you. Yeah. I and actually, I was going to say, like, too, that, like... seniors or something? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that also, like, the idea of writing a song, that found me through Emily. Because she was doing that at that time when we were in high school, and I, I wasn't doing that at all. I didn't even really think of it as, like, a thing, really. I was just, like, loved choir, and I was an alto. She was a soprano, but also knew, like, alto all the alto parts which are always the harder parts because of the harmonies and they're like yeah yeah, they can go really weird but they make it really cool and it's just more challenging and she would that's how we met is basically she was like helping out the alto section (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah I had no idea I love that wrinkle it was so cute Teresa like last day I think of 6th or 7th grade like turned around because she sat in front of me and choir and was like, do you want to sign my book for like the end of the year? And then she's like, put your number, I'll call you. And I was like, I'll be at my grandma's. And she's like, I'll call you anyway. And then 
I went to my grandma's like in San Francisco, you know, from Eugene, long distance phone calls, you know. And my grandma calls when I like finally got back to Eugene. She's like, your friend Teresa called. Aww. And I was like, I'm in Eugene. Yeah, and I called we, like, and hung she out. wasn't there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> she, had, she just got back to Eugene though. That was great. <laughs> and then we walked to school for the rest of our lives. Wow. Yeah, we walked to Still walking each other to school every day. <laughs> Okay, one other question that I like to ask. What's, what's your form of activism? What do you guys as a band champion when you're on the road? Mm. Or what do you think about when you're off the road? Or what, you know, there's so much going on. that The world is tanking. Yeah. Sorry to be really negative. Yeah. But things are really dark right now. And they're light. But in the darkness, is there a light that you like to shine on things while you guys are doing you your thing? I kind of nailed it, actually, which is like that mental space where you can stay a believer in life when things seem to be like impounding like how do you continue on like truly with like a full open heart mm. which also in this day and age with things becoming harder and harder to stomach and it's easier and easier to close off and like because the more open you are like the more emotional the more you feel it all which is like sometimes I, th I know it's just very overwhelming you know it's overwhelming that's why we have so much death in our community because of these people who are just deep feelers you know and how we all deal with and disconnect because mm -hmm. of it so it's like I feel like there's a form of activism in trying to like live that open space try to like calm and and relax and release to stay present and to be able to it's like it has to be witnessed and it has to be felt to be transformed, mm -hmm. even though it's painful. Mm -hmm. you know, That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I love that answer. <laughs> I do. I love that. Thank you. And then the environment is really... Yeah. <laughs> that one hurts. Yeah. Because it's like we can't... All the problems, all the issues, all the stuff all happen on this ecosystem yeah. and this planet. Yeah. That stuff, for sure. Yeah. That hurts. Well... I think we've reached the end of this beautiful Let's get in the pool. ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields.